something real good to talk about this morning because when I woke up first thing in the morning, uh, ready to do my ready to do my uh, time on my knees, beginning the day by silencing all the animals that rush in, and um, my son runs out and says, "Daddy, look at my foot," and he. He had stepped right in the middle of a piece of poop on the floor. So the dogs decided to go. One second here. The, the dogs decided to go into our guest room. Well, one of the dogs, Benny. Benny decided to go in our guest room and poo diarrhea all over the floor. And so Ryder steps in it and then he tracks it all the way to the living room where I was, where I do my where I do my um, prayer and and just realignment for the day. And, um, dude, this is a, it's such a mess. And the way Benny poos, he, he doesn't poo in one place. He does this thing where he's on, his, he's on his tippy toes, if that makes sense. And then he poos in, like, in concentric circles. So he just makes, uh, he makes artwork out of it. So all that to say, I pick up my son, I go, oh no. And I, I put him on the sink, I put his foot in the sink, and this is five, this is 5.15 in the morning. And I'm washing his foot off with, with soap and water. Getting all, it stinks, I'm getting it off. And then I put him back to bed. And then I clean up the mess. I mean, he tracked it all throughout the hallway. And then these, whatever, these eight scattered pieces of diarrhea on, in the floor. Sorry for the graphics, but it just reminded me immediately of John uh, 13. I think it's 13, yeah. John 13, 1 through 17, where Jesus is washing the feet of the disciples. And up until this point, it's been an intense ministry with the Lord. And the guys know this because everywhere they go, they're, they're challenged and people try to kill him and then he's put in a situation and then they go, oh my gosh, what's he going to do? And then he delivers again and again and again. And even when people find out that Jesus is this awesome teacher and this miracle worker and this healer, they bring people to him and, and they go, where'd he go? Uh, and then Jesus is thinking, I got to get out of here. I didn't come to heal everybody. It's not why I came. I came to preach the kingdom of God. I came to, I came to proclaim this message. I came to set captives free, and so on and so forth. And then that all ends in John chapter 13. And then they're in a room in the upper, in the upper room we call it. And it's, it is a, and it's an intimate scene. And he says, "You won't always have me." I'm, I'm paraphrasing the story here. So I'm trying to recall it. But he goes around the room and he goes, and I'm going to teach you, um, I'm going to teach you something new. And so he starts washing the disciples' feet. And then he gets to Peter and he goes, no, you're going to wash my feet. You're my king. You're my Lord. You're my God. And Jesus says to him, unless I wash you, you have no part with me. And I noticed that he didn't say, I'll have nothing to do with you. He just says that you have no part with me. Um, and so here's the picture that I get. Sometimes we step in crap. 
we just step in crap and it's not and it's nothing that we we did we just, we were just minding our own business and we stepped in somebody else's crap but Jesus comes along and he says you don't need to try to fix this and you definitely don't need to walk around with this okay all you need to do is stop moving and let me wash your feet and that's what he was doing in that room it's it's as if he was going around and every single man in there all they needed to do was admit that they had stepped in something dirty and now this is a this is a time in the world where they didn't have Nike okay well the word the Greek word Nike that uh, existed but they didn't have shoes nobody had no vans back then there were no Converse there was no vision streetwear okay open-toed so how often would their feet get dirty as soon as they walked around so there's a room of disciples, okay? There's a room of 12 guys. And Jesus goes around and he looks at them in the eyes. And he's, he's in his underwear, by the way. He took off his outer garments. And he says, may I wash you? And every man in that room said, yes, Lord. Yes, my feet are dirty. But you wash my feet? Yes. This is so humbling. This is so awkward. This is... I should be just washing it myself, right? No. No. It's in front of everybody. Will you admit that Jesus needs to wash your feet because they're dirty? Not necessarily because anything you did overtly, but because you just walked around in this world. So let him wash your feet. Okay, let's bring it even more practical, more on the ground here. Man, let's just say I walked into something that I was minding my own business and then somebody's sin had collateral damage that affect me and I walked right into that mess. Or I, I either hurt somebody or I was the one that hurt. I was either the, the, the perpetrator or, or I was the, the victim of some sort of overt sin. Something bad. And I go, well now, well how did I get here? I really think Jesus says, if we're gonna apply this John 13 passage, you don't need to do anything. You be still. I will wash your feet. And, and where will I wash your feet? In front of other people in your community group. This is a community issue here. We should be able to go around the room and allow one by one Jesus to humble himself and continually wash our feet. But check out what Peter says. He goes, no, well, well okay, I'll top that. Not only will you wash my feet, but I want a whole bath then. And Jesus says something very key. And I'll give the our bar translation. He says, once bathed, always bathed. Once bathed, always bathed. Now, he probably said something more closer to, once a man has had a bath, he is clean. And all of you are clean, but not, not every one of you. 
But a man who has had a bath needs only to wash his feet because his whole body is clean. I mean, what, what clearer picture of salvation could we have? Once saved, always saved. Okay, that I know that just drives some people nuts, but look, fine. Once bathed, always bathed. Now, that's a done deal. But as soon as you walk, as soon as we go outside, we're probably gonna step in some dirt. And if you're like my son this morning, you're probably gonna step in some diarrhea. I mean, it's gonna be nasty. He's gonna have to scrub that stuff out of your toenails. But will you let him wash your feet? It's, I bet, I bet, I'm not a betting man, but in, in, in the average community group, when we go around and say, and say to people, can I pray for you? It's either gonna be this, absolutely, here's where I'm struggling, or it's gonna be, nah, I don't need prayer, I'm good. And I did this this week, because in our, in our little local church, he says, does anybody need prayer? Man, every single hand in the room should've went up. My hand should have went up, but it didn't. It didn't. Do I think I need less prayer than somebody else? Or is I trying to be polite and say, well, let other people go first. Man, every, every, every hand should have went up. Every hand should have said, dude, I, I, I need cleansing. And then, and then let, let the pastors deal with, them, with that. <laughs> every hand in the room is up. Oh, my goodness. Every hand should have been up. It, it, it should never be this attitude of, well, I, I definitely don't need prayer. Not as much as that person over there. I I, I might have stepped in like a, a rabbit pellet. You stepped in a bucket of diarrhea. No, that shouldn't be the attitude. Let him do it. Let him do it. John 13 is such a good passage. All right, Fabcast family. I love you, and that's why I share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that he comes and washes away all of our dirt. He gives us a bath once and for all, and then every day for the rest of our lives, he wants to wash our feet and give us the most awesome pedicure that you've ever experienced. Clean feet every time. All right, Babcasters, talk to you later. Bye.